Am I committing content suicide with doing this, though? That's the question. Why? Why? Is it one of the movies you chose? Yes. Well, of course. Is it going to be unpopular? Uh, Not as popular as the other one I'm about to leave off. That's more like it. We're delighted to have you with us, and we extend a cordial welcome to you. We've lined up the top stars from Hollywood and from all over the world to entertain you. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Alan Joe Draft House. I'm your host, Alex Stadnick. With me, as always, is my trusty co-host, Joe King Man Baby himself, Iverson. Wow. Each week, Joe, myself, and sometimes a guest assemble in my parents' basement, speaking of man babies, to discuss, <laughs> rank, and rave about all things movies. Here, we, we did it, folks. More impressive than 50, than 25, than 10, all of them. Than 100 when we get to it. 100,000. Won't matter. Doesn't as much matter. as this episode right here. It's episode 69, folks. Hey, nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. And we thought, what a better way to celebrate such an occasion than to make a podcast about us ranking the <laughs> the best man-child stoner movies of this of this uh the last 20 years yeah since 2005 since yeah basically since, since 420 blaze it yeah. 69 nice you know yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The 69 appetite. 69 420 yeah <laughs> xx uh, it's gamer talk we can't have it um so this week we are ranking the movies that kind of fall under the Judd Apatow comedy umbrella. Yeah. Movies with stoners and men who don't really know how to function until they learn how to function in these movies. Yes. And they're better for it. And they have all the fart, poop, and sex jokes that you could possibly imagine yep. and want, which yep. is right in our wheelhouse. Absolutely. So, Joe. Yes. King Man Baby. Mm-hmm. Kick us off. All right. Oh, uh, we're going to do top three. Yeah. And we're going to do it like how we have done top threes. He and I will each go over ours. We'll find we'll, the common ground and then we'll put the ranking up. Yes. Okay. Begin. I, I, w- I will begin with one that I think we will probably have in common. Hmm. And that, w- what? Is this your official number three? Or, is oh, the, or did are we you not rank them? These? Did we rank them? Let's we, not rank them. I don't them. think we each rank I'll ours. pretend I didn't rank mine. Oh, you did though. <laughs> I did. <laughs> See, I didn't rank mine. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to start with, but just one that I know that we're probably going to have in common and I'll be very surprised if we don't. Yeah. Um, and that is super bad. Fogel. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh, I love this movie so much. That was my number one, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a crude crash version of our story, Joe. Kind of. The fat kid and the skinny guy try to <laughs> slay yeah. the high school ladies to no yeah. avail. Well, it's I guess great. they, they avail they kind of availed they definitely availed emma stone you kidding me i'm not kidding you yeah uh what what makes this such a great film um so i i think what i think partially what makes it so good is um how kind of authentic it feels because it is very much the story of seth rogan and evan goldberg yeah so they like they put themselves in it and wrote it from a from a from their perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a real perspective. It's not just somebody in a writer's room making up what they think people are going to think is funny. Yeah. It's their lives. Mm-hmm. Um so there's an authenticity about it. Uh but mostly it's just it's just 
because uh, Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah together are incredible, <laughs> electric. Yeah, like they're hilarious. Yeah, and then and then uh, juxtaposed against them is Hater and and Seth Rogen. Yeah, which are are the grown up man children, and I they're so much fucking fun. Yeah, and it's that was I think that that was looking back when we watched that movie recently. Mm-hmm. That was when I didn't really like know who Bill Hader was all that much. No, I don't Nobody think really anyone did. did at that point. Yeah. Um, because I think everyone came for the Seth Rogen. Right, and he was on SNL. I think when this movie came out, right? I it would have been early days, I believe. But it was, I like think it was pretty early. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so th- when I originally had seen it, he wasn't somebody I even cared about. Yeah. I watched it. And I was like, oh, Seth Rogen's funny, and that guy's funny. Yeah. Um, who's and like, then you know, Jonah Robin, Hill nice. and everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But after watching it again, having the very, very deep appreciation of Bill Hader now that I have, yeah, uh, it made it even better. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's it's just this. It's the it, it's the epitome of the wild, like one crazy night movie. Yeah, the fantasized version of yeah. what high school partying can be. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we got Book Smart last year, which yep. was essentially the girl version. I feel like that's dismissive to Book Smart, but yes. I agree. It, but yeah. I mean that's just a very that's just the simplest way for me to put yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. It was its own movie. Yes. Um but it, it would it obviously drew heavy inspiration from and a lot of movies have since Super Bad. Yeah. That's because it like, was so Drill Bit good. Taylor or right. uh, um what a wild or good time. boys this year and good boys yep. yeah good boys did the same yeah. thing it's sort of a it's a formula that yeah. people have tried to to make work and some have made it work and some haven't yeah definitely but um, i think i think you touched on it earlier the reason why something like book smart stands on its own is because it's honest and because yep. it is grounded in in a reality of someone who very obviously lived that life compared to Drillbit Taylor, who they were just like, let's just stick funny kids with Owen Wilson. Yeah. who's a bum and we'll see how it goes. You know? Yeah. And he like beat up kids. Yeah. Like that shit. movie's wild. <laughs> I, I do like that movie just too. fine, but like, it's no, it's not to this level. Um, yeah. I just think that it was sort of like, it was like the beginning of that formula mm-hmm. and it did it. I don't think anything has done it quite as well. No, since. I don't think, I don't know if any, and maybe that's nostalgia for it us but like i don't think anything ever will like i think probably when people talk about like days to confused and like high times at richmond high yeah there's like a legacy to those that right. have been you know established and i think this is i think super bad falls in that category as definitely well. i would agree with that for me i i think a lot of uh, why do we watch movies joe it's to have that social currency to be able to share those experiences and yeah. and discuss and and you know and I think comedy obviously is the main thing is making you laugh, but I think it's about how quotable some things can be too. Yes, that and is I think true. this is the king of quotable movies. Like almost at every fucking scene. Like, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, I think yeah. you could. I think almost every scene in that movie, there's a time in our lives where we have quoted it outside of it. Yeah. <laughs> or someone has quoted it to you, us. Why don't you go piss your pants again, Greg? <laughs> or like kindergarten, man. Yeah, people don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> like that's. I think you say that to me yeah. at least every three days. Oh, like easily. <laughs> people yeah. don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah. There's. 
<laughs> I'm just picturing all the who's the dude um uh um who's the guy in uh Brooklyn Nine Nine? Which guy? Um, he's uh not Jake. He's Jake's friend. Uh, he's, oh, he's fuck. cook. He's likes to cook. Yeah. Um, know. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I I will look up his. But he he was randomly in that. I forgot too. he you know, was. There's yeah, so yeah, many yeah. Like, good comedic pieces in that. Um, <laughs> or like when Fogel's walking down the, the hallway <laughs> looking at the girl's butt. <laughs> it's 10:33. <laughs> I told her what time it was. <laughs> That was like the coolest fucking story I've ever heard. Like that kind of shit. Like well, it's not even about, like the big ones that hit uh, that hard. Think you know? about how iconic McLovin is. Yeah. Just from that, from his 10 minutes of screen yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jolo, Jolo Trulio is the actor's yeah. name. He's, um, he's Charles, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Charles. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I just remembered another movie that I love very much that I didn't think about on this list. Anyways, I, I just think it's easily one of the most quotable. It has a for as crass and and boil as it is boil. That's what it that's is. His last Sorry, name. a TV fan. Sorry, it's a I movie just... podcast for a reason. <laughs> um, but for how like unhinged it is, it's also has like a pretty like good heart and it does talk about friendship you and, know what i mean and that's my those are my my favorite ones have a good heart to them yeah those are my favorite like those are the ones that they have like a center to them that is sound mm-hmm. yeah with the crass and uh and inappropriate jokes that surround that yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and yeah that's why that is why that movie works yeah because there is there's a heart there's a genuine heart to it yeah that you can get behind yeah but yeah. i think for me it's always like Whenever I think of it, I can think of five or six different quotes and it's not even like the McLovin stuff, which is, which is awesome. So I think that's easily one of the most rewatchable movies because I think it appeals to you at every walk of life. You know, we, we loved it because that was the, what we envisioned high school was going to be like as kids because it came out in like seventh grade. Like, you know, it was funny because in high school watching it because like some of it lived up, others didn't, you know what I mean? In college, it kind of has that warmth, nostalgia and yeah. I just I love that movie so so much. <laughs> uh before we move on, one of my other one of my other favorite quotes that I think <laughs> nobody ever really thinks about. He's a fast kill life. <laughs> Seth Rogen's Seth running Rogen after when him. he's yeah. trying to chase I'm gonna, them. Oh shoot my god in the air. <laughs> what a scarab. <laughs> uh, oh god, he's a fast kill life. Uh, incredible. But just remember, Joe, no one's got a car er, fuck. No one's got a hand job in cargo shorts since Nam. That was yeah. the loudest. You just blew everyone's ears right out of their heads. And <laughs> you scared fuck, me. I didn't want to fuck up the, the quote and I did. It was gr- it's a great quote. You could edit that out. Yeah, I could. <laughs> well, it's funnier now. <laughs> Moving on. Uh since you covered super bad. Yeah. So Jason Siegel is a big part of of the, the Apatow legacy. Absolutely. He was there for freaks and geeks. He's always been a good side character in these, but he's had his moments to shine too. And Joe, I'm upset at myself because I'm I'm here sitting all high and mighty talking about how great comedies are because they're quotable. I forgot about I Love You, Man. Oh, yeah. Do you have something to say about I don't have that on my list. That is one of my favorite Apatowian ones. I do love that movie. But I don't think it supersedes... The one that I put over forty year old virgin. Whoa, and that is. I'm just kidding. I don't have forty year old virgin. You either. don't either. No. Whoa, we're both idiots. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, You're going to hate what I have on mine instead oh, of 40-year-old no. virgin. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I have Forgetting Sarah Marshall on my list. Okay. I knew you would. Yeah. And, and anyone and, who knows me knows that how much a, I love this movie. It's a great movie. I think it's criminally underrated. I think it hits the buckets that we talked about where it is quotable, but it's very funny and has a very sweet heart to it because I think Jason Siegel also has a sweetheart to to him no matter how much he wants to do dramas now and yeah. um I don't know like it's it that's another one that's just always rewatchable for me that movie like never gets old because I pick out pieces oh fuck get him to the Greek is another one yeah I I also saw that one and I didn't write that down but I mean that's a great movie too yeah. but that's definitely not to the level of some of these no no, no 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 I I agree with that um but it's just got a sweet heart to it and it kind of fills that like I love and I think a lot of people obviously do. I love movies about show business and and Hollywood and it scratches that itch as well, which I actually because, you know, she's an ad TV actress and stuff like that. And they do the the stars or whatever. In the right. Yep. But um, I there's just a level of relatability to Jason Siegel for me that I just I love watching him on screen. I love big lovable. Oaf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who could who could have thunk it? You know, um, and it's just some of it's just shit's so weird. Like the 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 van or the Dracula yeah. puppet um, play that he's trying to write and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and and I think it it encapsulates a brutal breakup better than a lot of movies do. Obviously, it's very uh, it's very dramatized, but like the shit where <laughs> where he's like he's like bill Hader. bill Hader once again he's there yeah, again yep. yeah he's telling him to get rid of his shit and he's like and he he's like sarah gave me this he's holding the tub of cereal yeah <laughs> and my cereal used to always get stale now i have the fresh cereal <laughs> it's just little shit like that that always gets me i always and- i always laugh at the thou shall not <laughs> <laughs> that, Every time. that whole section yeah. is cut so well yeah where it's just oh, yeah. from just day, day to day so, so yeah good. it's yeah. very good and then my favorite peter you suck yeah. peter you <laughs> suck you don't do anything of value i know this is so inside baseball for people who don't know these movies but it's just you should watch them yeah i guess if you don't know forgetting sarah marshall which i think it is the most underrated in in of what we're going to talk about is that you know uh uh, Jason Siegel's character is dating uh, Sarah Marshall, who uh, Kristen Bell. Yeah, that was the first thing I saw Kristen Bell in, I think. Oh, really? Probably. Hmm. Just because I yeah, didn't pay really attention to actresses she's, back she's then. She's in Frozen now. She sure she's on is. The bigger and better things. Jason Siegel, and not so much, but that's okay. And the good place. And the good place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she really moved up. Good for her. Um, But they go through a breakup. She's a TV star and she cheats on him with a rock star. Russell Brand's character, which is also very on point for on brand for him on brand. Ah. Um, (laughs) And then he goes to Hawaii to forget her because they always talked about going to Hawaii. And of course, she's there and shenanigans ensue and he learns how to love again, you know, and it's great. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis, who kind of disappeared, which makes me sad. Yeah, she's kind of gone, isn't she? Yeah. 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 But so it's just like I said, it's got a great heart to it. It's quotable. I I've watched it through great times. I've watched it through my own breakups. And like, it's not one. We were just talking about this the other day, how like breakups and like traumatic events fuck up entertainment for you. Like, I still haven't watched (laughs) Training Day after like a high school breakup. (laughs) That's such a weird. (laughs) 
that's such a weird thing to have associated with a breakup. Right? It was just, I think it was because I was feeling like weak and vulnerable and i was like what's the what's the least weak thing i could watch that's actually good and training day was like one of the first things that popped in my head my man man. (laughs) (laughs) but like i just never had that that forgetting sarah marshall never took that on for me which i'm happy about because yeah that's good you didn't ruin that movie for you yeah definitely and jonah hill's in that too there's a lot of like seeds of, of people who are yeah. paul rudd is randomly in it too there's so that's many right people. Yeah. he's like the beach dude right yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. i love the i also love the the bit where the one dude's trying to name the fish mm-hmm. what's the huma numa nuka nuka yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. bitch <laughs> it's so good um yeah. yeah it was the state the hawaii state fish that's yeah. what it was yeah mm-hmm. um yeah I, that is a great movie yeah. that is a great movie definitely um I knew you were going to have that on your list. Of course. And yeah. I, I guess I don't I don't have it in as high regard as you. So I just yes. thought I'd leave that one to you. I'm very much in my own camp with this one. I, I'm fully understanding of that. Yeah. But I also agree with you that it's underrated. Yeah. I do truly. I do genuinely agree with you. The weather that. outside is weather. That's <laughs> the best fucking thing. That's the best thing that came out of that movie. That or Jonah Hill when he's like working at the Luau and... He's like, oh, are you done? He's trying to take plates. And he's like, no, I'm still eating. He's like, okay, good. I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> just walks away. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Incredible. Yeah, it's really great. Simply I love how this just, this just devolved into us, us quoting, quoting movies. these movies. Yeah, 100%. Um, and only 18 minutes in. Right. All right. So okay. I, that's, that's, I'm, I'm curious to hear what your next two are. I understand, once again, the position I'm in. Yeah. And we'll go from there. What, um, what do you have next? I my next one is one where I have to understand the position I'm in as well. Oh no! Uh, because it's not one that would be on most people's. Okay. This is the end. Okay, not as crazy as I thought you were gonna go. Oh, okay. Well, Cause that's I, surprising. Because I feel like that fits in. Because <laughs> literally, it's just all those character actors being the man children that they've been acting as the entire they're time. being dramatized versions of themselves yeah. like what people what people think they are like yes. and they're doing it to great effect yes um uh, this is the end uh stars what franco so many people seth rogan jonah hill jonah hill uh, mcbride yep um and then like everyone who's been remotely funny over the last 20 years of in hollywood yeah for about 10 seconds yeah <laughs> <laughs> um Emma Watson is in it. Yeah. Weirdly, I love mm-hmm. her part too. Yeah. Um, Michael yeah. Sarah. Like, Michael Sarah, yeah. who like actually is the Rihanna. only one. Michael Sarah is the only one that plays the opposite of what people think he's like. Which is which fantastic. was the funniest yeah. part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that movie to me is just. I look back on it and I appreciate that it was somehow able to be kind of the majority improvised not majority but a lot of it was really i did a lot not of it, know there that. was a loose structure to that movie interesting a very loose beginning middle and end and they cool. they riffed on a lot of those scenes that's fucking like awesome the scene yeah. the scene where uh uh danny mcbride danny mcbride right mm-hmm. yeah danny McBride. no martina mcbride huh martina mcbride oh wow <laughs> um fuck yourself <laughs> Um, where Danny McBride is or where Franco gets mad at Danny McBride for masturbating with his <laughs> with his magazine because they got the pages all over these walls and yeah. they're just talking about how I'm going to come all over these walls yeah. gonna, that shit was like all improvised I did not know that that's incredible <laughs> and it's so funny yeah um, but yeah that I think that movie to me was just such a perfect encapsulation of all their careers into one yeah. thing where they just got to 
bullshit yeah. for two hours. I bet it's uh, one of the m- most fun movies they ever got to make together. Probably, yeah. It also kind of marks the end of an era. Think like of comedies like that. I mean, no, I mean, there's not many comedies like that. Well, that's true. Okay, that's but true. Like, but it feels like because that came out what 2012. 12, I think. Yeah. Because they did Sausage Party, I guess. After that, yeah, like, which I historically, not historically, yeah. what I'm trying to say, uh, whatever. Not a fan. Yeah, I know movie. you don't love that movie. <laughs> um, like it just felt like that was kind of like after that, like it, it didn't feel like they were as much of a tight knit group. I think. You know, I think Apatow was looking to do a little bit more different. Oh, well, he didn't even direct that movie, but like no, it was kind was, of like his kids coming. He was together involved in. I think he produced it, probably. Yeah. yeah. Anything with a fart joke or a sixty-nine joke probably has Apatow <laughs> or has on Seth Rogen in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, I don't know. Like from there, Jay for, Baruchel too. Yeah, was I awesome. fucking forgot because yeah. he's awesome in that. Yeah, he's very good. Um, but it kind of felt like everyone at that point was ready to do their own thing outside of the group. And I, like I said, I think Sausage Party, I know Sausage Party came out after it. I don't really count that one because it's animated. Um, but like everyone kind of weirdly looked to do like serious stuff. And, uh, you know, same with, with Apatow at that point, too. Like it just it didn't feel the same after that, which is probably why they made it. They're like, uh, we're all drifting in our careers in good ways, you know? Yeah. Jonah Hill became a two-time nominee. Like Seth Rogen gave it a shot. Yeah, which he did. I still think he's awesome in Steve Jobs. I loved him in that movie. Yeah. Um, Craig Robinson. Yeah, was and, in the office. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but like, but Franco went off and did did his his serious turn too. Yep. I mean, I think he was already in it. I think he was more committed to that than those guys were. But it just felt like kind of the end of an era. And I don't know if we're gonna get something similar to that ever again. Also, I think that that genuinely was the closest and most accurate end of the world, <laughs> biblical end of the world movie we'll ever get. Yeah. Oh, it really? It was so weirdly was, exact. There were some unsettling parts in that movie. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. so, it was so weirdly like it really did take everything from Revelations. Yeah. Like that shit was almost like to a T. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it's which is funny because they're all pretty much all Jewish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess disaster artist kind of brought people together. Like Seth Rogen was in disaster artists. The yeah. Franco brothers were Zac Efron. I, I guess that I still haven't I, seen I that movie. I'm, I'm sorry if this is unpopular, but that's a good movie. I know it. I know it is. Like, I don't think that's unpopular. It I was considered because, a very good movie yeah, when it came out. It's because of Franco. Also, A24. Is it really? Pretty sure. Wow. Um, Look at that. I could be wrong though. But anyways, I'm I'm just going through because they did the night before, but that was Rogan and uh, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yep, yep, like, yep. That's the Christmas one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did the interview, which just was, wild. Was wildly mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> Neighbors, I don't feel like was the same. I crew. did really like. I did really like. Like, yeah, well. I love Neighbors, but it just does it. It didn't have that core yeah, group. Definitely. I guess is my point. Definitely. I would agree with that. Um, I'm looking. T- I mean, like the jump streets are great. Yep. Um, But I don't. Yeah. The interview. I thought about 21 Jump Street on my list. It's a great as well. movie. I would like to go back and watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just. Yeah, t- I'll, I'll stand by that. I felt like an end of an era. Yeah. This is the end. That's why it was called that. Fitting. Very <laughs> fitting. I don't think that that's that weird of a choice. No? 
No. Because I, I, I genuinely like really like that movie. When we talk about our next two, I don't know if it's gonna stay or not, but I Yeah, I understand. I'm with that. I know where I know where I'm at where yeah. I'm at in this list. You and I both have a level of self awareness, which is why we're smart people. Yes. Yeah. Or we can fake it anyways. Yeah, that's true. Uh my last one is I I don't know what to say. Who am I? What a, we're on a podcast. What's happening? Um knocked up. Same. Oh really? Yep, that's my other one too. Makes it easy then. So we each so we each just had kind of one one outlier. One one outlier yeah. and then the other two were yeah, yeah. four. Man, we really should have uh <laughs> really should have included 40-year-old virgin. Probably, but oh, well. we it's our favorites and I like yeah. I like these movies more than 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. As as much as I think we've outlined the essence of the the man child comedy very well here. I feel like some of the sweetest undertones does come from knocked up. I agree. And I, I think, th- I actually think that's the, I think that movie is the one out of this, out of the whole list of these movies that has the most heart. Yeah. Which is weird because it definitely doesn't start that way. Um, but yeah. And, and maybe it's just the inherent fact that it is about having a kid. You know, there's a, there's a warmth that comes from that in the midst of, of 69 jokes and farts and, yeah. Pubic hairs and, and, and fucking toilet seats. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's like as much as 40 year old virgin was like the first and obviously, a, you know, that has the renown that it has for a reason. It it felt like it felt like Apatow really nailed that formula with knocked up and it really set a course for so many careers. Yeah, because I, I I think forty year old virgin did that. It's kind of it's kind of the to me it's kind of the and I need to hold on before you start talking. I need to make sure I'm checking my facts. Okay, um, we we're still talking about knocked up. Though, yes, right? correct. Um, to me that movie was uh kind it was when I first saw it mm-hmm. I couldn't fully grasp the themes because it came out in 07 like we were, we were right we were, yeah. we were young yeah but i watched it more recently within the last five years i think mm-hmm. um having seen both my siblings have children oh yeah and having so having those nieces and nephews mm-hmm. and um seeing what it seeing how it affects you when you have a child and how it can make you mature and also how it sometimes doesn't yeah um I appreciate it a lot more and the themes that come from it uh, mm-hmm. because I, I do think that it's it again, like we said about super bad, it has an authenticity about it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and that is the first, that's also the first movie that I saw Seth Rogen. Well, no, it's not because, but it's the first one I really pay attention. I actually think to Seth Rogen. I, I, I agree. I think at the time though, I think that's the first movie I saw Seth Rogen in. Really? Cause I don't, I think I saw 40 year old virgin after, which is maybe okay. why that makes I sense, have I don't, yeah. them change up because 40 year old virgin has exactly everything we've talked about in these. It, Definitely. That is such a sweetness to it and a mm-hmm. kind heart to it as well as, you know, being the bro comedy that it is. Yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure that knocked up came up, came out after and it did. Yeah. I think Here's this cast list. Eight, right? Oh, wait. Oh, seven. Oh, seven. Here's this cast list. And I would argue in, you know, so I think just like with Jordan Peele on how he did get out and then us, I think get out. I think get out showed that this guy has chops and then us confirmed it. I think 40 year old virgin showed that. Holy shit. Judd Apatow can direct a, a fantastic comedy. 
and then knocked up really confirmed it. But this cat, like, and I think the same can be said of Seth Rogen, but then I think he really showed not only was he hilarious, he could be a, a solid actor when he needed to be. Yeah. He could, he could carry him film. Yeah. But listen to this cast list. And I, and I would argue that most of these people really shot to the level that they did in their peaks uh, in the two thousands, Seth Rogen, Catherine Heigl, which I think that's the only thing people like her in now other than like Grey's Anatomy because yeah. she sucks. So I've heard Paul Rudd, Leslie Mann, Jason Siegel, Jay Baruchel, Jonah Hill, Martin Starr, who you guys would know from uh, Silicon Valley. And he's the gym teacher in, uh, in Spider-Man. No, uh, not he's gym the, teacher. the debate coach. Yeah. Yeah. Because Hannibal, Hannibal, Hannibal versus, versus the gym yeah. teacher. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harold Ramis, which, okay, nope, <laughs> that doesn't count, but I, I love yeah, that his Harold career Ramis, was fine, yeah, like, just I fine. love that he was his dad, his though. Dad, yeah, it was so good. Yeah. Um, Rip. Yeah. I would say dodgeball more for this next guy, but Alan Tudyk was in it. Kristen, oh, yeah. Kristen Wiig was in this movie. Bill Hader was in this movie. Ken Jong was in this movie. Oh, my Craig God. Craig Robinson, Adam Scott, BJ Novak. What? Paul Feige was in it, or not, yeah, right? He's the director of uh He's the director of Bridesmaids and like Spy yeah. and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He kind of took up the mantle. Yeah. Kind of later on. After, yeah. Um, I had Bridesmaids written down. Oh, did you? Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. gonna be in my top three ever, but it was yeah. a it was an honorable mention, I feel like. Whoa. Not to make it is it is Super Tuesday, so guess who else was in this? What? <laughs> Stormy Daniels. What? <laughs> She's credited as lap dancer. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Um Jessica Alba was in it. What? S- Steve Carell, Andy Dick, James Franco. I have to go back and watch this and remember some of this. Even I mean, then, they were probably very, very big. It says uncredited. Parts. Yeah, they were probably like barely in it then. Yeah. Hmm. Anywho. Yeah. Like that, like that, if you tried to make that movie with that cast today, it would you literally couldn't because you couldn't afford that so level much of, money. Of, of star talent. But like, <laughs> There was something special about that, and like it. It also, I what impresses me now. I didn't give a shit about as as a seventh grader, eighth grader, whenever it came out, you know. But like, what kind of impresses me now is that for a man child such as myself, the idea of pregnancy, especially unpregnant pregnancy. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Unplanned. No. Unplanned nope. pregnancy <laughs> is uh, debilitating, mortifying, and just the worst thing ever. Yeah. But that's not the, the message of the movie at the end, which is really cool. Like, it takes that that fear and, like, shows that it, it can be okay. You yeah. know? It, it can lead to something great. Yeah. Um, it I'm, also- surprised, I'm surprised the, the Catholics don't love this movie because it says, hey, keep the kid. It's great. It also doesn't vilify being immature either Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah it it's more like you can you can mature and and grow up and and take control of a situation but still be who you are yeah you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like that's what that's also another part of it that i like yeah because it's like you don't have to you don't have to be the perfect picture of an adult yeah necessarily as long as you do what you need to do Mm -hmm. yeah and and you see that throughout the earthquake and the pregnancy yep. with Seth Rogen's character. And, you know, as much as, as she's not popular for, it sounds like right reasons. Like Catherine Hagel does an awesome job in that. She's too. great in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone is. And I, 
It's making it's. I'm getting warm fuzzies from just like thinking about it. Kind of want to watch Knocked Up. I want to watch all <laughs> these again because it's been a while for some of them. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think this was my first Seth Rogen experience. Like I, I don't know if I just got lucky. My parents weren't paying attention to what I was watching, or if I saw it at a friend's house. But I think that was that first time where I was like, oh shit, maybe Superbad was, and then I don't know. Time. God forbid. You watch, you watch that, but you can't watch Rugrats. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Come on, Cher. What are you doing? Oh, man. How the hell do we put these into a top three? So, okay. I forgot we still have to do that. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, let's do the easy Super one. Superbad's one. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this is actually going to be easy. Knocked yeah. up two. Sure. Yep. Okay. Then now we just have to pick a three. Three is going to be the hard one. Yeah. <laughs> Who's more right? I... <laughs> I will give you I think I I think I'm willing to give you Sarah Marshall because it fits the mold a little bit better of the man child of the of the mm-hmm. of the vibe we we're going for. Yeah. I think I'm willing to do that because it fits that that mm-hmm. mold that mold a little, mold bit, a little better. bit better. Yeah. I mean, if you'll give me it, I'll take it and run with it I, or wobble with it because Lord knows I'm not running anywhere. Yeah, just because, like, yes, I like This Is The End more. Yeah. And I, I I, guess I would argue that it's maybe more of an impressive movie. Oh, definitely. But. Yeah. The CG work is weirdly good in that movie. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. And, um, the, and the end sequence, the end dance sequence. This is so good. Is so, so good. Also, the bit where they're getting pulled up and uh, I Will Always Love You is playing <laughs> is iconic to me yeah. now. Even though that's not the movie I should know that song from. <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah i i but i do because of the the actual like parameters we gave Mm -hmm. i do feel like maybe i i poked my head out of those parameters a a little little bit bit. with this movie but i i I, yeah because it doesn't it doesn't really it does have a good heart but then also it it has one but it's it's not focused on that no you know yeah whereas as those other ones i feel like are are focused on telling genuine stories yes i think i think the the heart comes in the last 10 minutes of that movie oh definitely where they're like sacrificing themselves but that's it yeah that's for the most part they're just Mm -hmm. talking shit to each other yeah which is fantastic yeah which is another part of what made those movies so good yeah okay no i think i'm gonna give you sarah marshall because it fits that it fits those points a lot better uh honorable mentions thank you so okay top list Number one, super bad. That's just hundred percent. I I don't. I think that's bulletproof. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I think anyone our age and even above, and hopefully below, all recognize the greatness of that movie. Yes. Knocked up, transformative for a lot of people. You know, maybe has a not, lot of heart. It has a lot of heart. Not quite as quotable as something like super super bad, but I think it overcom or it compensates that with you know with the heart with the the with the the warm ending the the. The bit where it's Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd saying, you know how I know you're gay, that's that's 40-year-old virgin, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But they they do they do that. Um oh, I forgot about the Vegas scene. Yeah. The Vegas scene is so good. Yeah. I think they do that in the deleted scenes of Knocked Up. Okay. But it, it started in 40-year-old virgin, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, okay. Um because that shit makes me cry laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's improv. They're just yeah. shooting the shit. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, and then three, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. Not only is this a victory for Jason Siegel, it's a victory for all all man children all who just want to go to Hawaii. Lovable oafs. 
right here. Yeah. The biggest, maybe, is, maybe the lovablest. I don't know. I would say so. Oh, thanks. This is probably the highest critical acclaim Jason Siegel has ever gotten. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> he's in a bus. He's in a new show. Yeah, I heard it's okay. I heard it's fine. Yeah. I want him to do good things because I, I miss too. him. I do too. I I'm miss glad him. he's back. Yeah. You know, I did read, I, I was worried because I, I was worried he went away because he was an asshole. Mm -hmm. I don't, th I think he's a little prickly, but for the most part, it was just him wanting to get out of Hollywood, which is cool. Yeah. Which, I mean, being difficult to work with and being a little prickly does not an asshole make necessarily. Huh. Socrates. Yeah. <laughs> my um, favorite quote yeah. from Socrates but I mean honorable mention like and uh, there's people beating their heads in right now that we don't have 40 year old virgin on this list like at least we mentioned it a billion times yeah, like, it might as well be on the list yeah like a, a career has not been made as well in one movie as 40 year old virgin did for Steve Carell yes like that launched him into a stratosphere that he is still not come down from damn it I just remembered the scene with Jonah Hill in that movie too <laughs> I just want to buy. I just, just want to buy. buy. I just want to buy. That's this. great, but I have money. And <laughs> I'd like to buy them now. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, okay. Um, you know, I get into the Greek. I would definitely say, but I love you, man. Is one that it's I'm kind of kicking myself for not having on there. It's very good. I um, I want. I some of my honorable, a couple of my honorable mentions were Talladega Nights because mm -hmm. I absolutely loved that movie yeah. growing up very like, funny movie that that movie was hilarious definitely man children in that doesn't quite fit the mold like we've talking about but they, no Ricky yeah. Bobby is a man child yes and it has some heart to it as well um not as much as the rest of them though mm -hmm. um and then another one that I forgot about that also really doesn't fit the mold but I'm gonna say it anyways because it's a comedy that falls in the timeline <laughs> yeah uh Tropic Thunder definitely does not i'm happy yeah. you didn't bring that up but very <laughs> funny movie yeah now we're just talking about our favorite comedies yes <laughs> <laughs> um I, I like the first half of funny people is so good. Yeah. Um, it really know. bugs me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just right at the funniest part, which mm -hmm. is Eminem yelling at Ray Romano. Yeah. It's <laughs> right where it turns. Yeah. Into not as good of a movie. Yeah. And I think, I think if they shortened up that movie by like 45 minutes. Yeah. I think it becomes a much better movie. Um, but it just didn't didn't slap the same way you know yeah and then it just fe it felt kind of um inconsistent in its tone definitely that was part of the problem yeah um good I, performances I, all around though yeah definitely i i liked train wreck i didn't love it yeah um, i, I thought it was okay there. Yeah. yeah thought it was okay um, i don't i'm not a huge fan of amy schumer no um love bill hater i don't i don't detest her like some people do but i and yeah. she's never done anything that made me go holy shit like she's incredible yeah um, and I yeah, and I also don't hate her on a cellular level. No, or like anything. some people do. I don't. I don't fully understand that level of hate. I mean, she was her, known but... for joke stealing and stuff. Oh, okay, in, yeah. In stand up, fuck that. Um, but yes. Uh, and then you know, I love Bill Hader in that movie, and LeBron is surprisingly funny. Yeah. Um. So second, uh, or I would put, because hmm. Kevin Garnett can pretty really much act. Shot up the, yeah. on the list. Kevin Garnett can actually act. Yeah. I LeBron would say... was just funny. But in a, yeah, in a self-aware way. In some, like, he's not really acting way. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, because I was, I was debating, this is becoming a too long podcast, but I was, um, Ray Allen as Jesus Shuttleworth and he got game. Oh, yeah. Is like one of the best NBA. That is Actor true. performances. Yeah. I wonder if KG topples out with Uncut Gems. I don't know. Topic for another show. Best NBA acting performance. We can yeah. do that next time on sure. episode 70. There you go. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Shall we dance? We shall. Shall we do the dance with no pants? No. Oh, but well. you can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Because if your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance. They ain't no friends of mine. For go. Joseph Edward Iverson, <laughs> I'm Alex Tadnick. This has been episode 69. Hey, nice. 69, 69, 420. <laughs> Blues it. <laughs> and here is God willing. To 69 more. 69 more. So does that mean on episode, what is that? That's hard math, man. 138? I think yeah. so. I think it's 138. That right? makes sense, yeah. We'll have to do this again. I guess so. It's been written. When we hit episode 420 in <laughs> 10 <Blaze> years. It. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Here, here. <laughs>